Managing anxiety comes in two parts. Firstly, understanding what anxiety is, and then managing anxiety. In this podcast, I am going to briefly cover what the stress response is and its connection to anxiety, and then managing the physical symptoms of anxiety, the the psychological symptoms of anxiety, and then managing avoidance, which is a behaviour commonly seen with anxiety. The stress response. What is it and what is its connection to anxiety and how does it affect us? So worries, fears and anxieties are common to us all and are often justifiable and in some cases vital to our safety and survival. The stress response originates from when our ancestors were taken on a challenge or the survival was threatened, often through wild animals and hostile neighbours, meaning the stress response was needed and justifiable. We may not face the same challenges, but we do face challenges in our life that activates the stress response, such as taking a test or rushing to get a train. The stresses in our lives are often more subtle, delayed and ongoing. Our brain recognises the stressor in our life and releases the hormone adrenaline, which produces physical and mental changes in our body. And this results in behavioural changes as well. Okay, so the physical response includes a faster heart rate and breathing to circulate oxygen and blood around the body. Digestion will slow down so that the body is focusing on the essential organs and muscles needed to either fight or run from from a threat. Muscle tightening as well is caused by adrenaline. Then, when the energy isn't used up, that's when someone may start shaking. The psychological changes are often more subtle but involve changes to how we think and feel to help us cope with the stress. We become more focused and concentrate on problem solving, meaning creative thinking goes out the window, so to speak. The emotional responses may involve you being more irritable or being more prone to being angry or feeling angry. The behavioural response is the fight or flight result and what is seen. Our performance increases in the short term with the stress response, but with prolonged stress, it can have a negative impact. Anxiety is when our reaction to a stressor is out of proportion. For example, you may experience anxiety when given a presentation, which is completely normal. The problem occurs when our stress response responds like we're in a life-threatening experience. So how do we manage anxiety then? It is important to note that what works for one person might not work for others because each case of anxiety is different and the root causes of your anxiety will be different to another person who has anxiety. Managing the physical symptoms, there are two ways to do this. The first is managing your breathing and the second is to physically release the energy caused by adrenaline. A simple breathing technique is the four point technique. This involves taking a deep breath for a count of four, holding it for a count of four, releasing it for a count of four, and then waiting for a count of four before then repeating the process. And you do this until you feel calmer. Deep breathing activates the body's relaxation response and helps to get the faster breathing under control, which is also useful 
in instance of like a panic attack. Okay, and then the easiest way of releasing energy is through exercise. This can be through walking or even just a simple stretch or more vigorous activity like going to the gym or doing a home workout or running. Other ways, like if if you really don't like exercise or might not be able to exercise, then you, you can also do stuff like cooking or household chores or even just taking a shower are just some examples. Even just like clenching your feet together and then releasing it. So you tense your feet, feel the tension, and then you release it and relax and and you will feel a noticeable difference in the muscle and that can really help you relax and also get rid of like the tight muscles and you can do that for any part of the body feet is just a really simple way of doing it and isn't noticeable if you're in public managing the psychological symptoms can be more complicated there are, are two ways to do this and both are needed at different times the first is through distractions this can include grounding which involves using our senses. Um, a simple grounding technique is the 5-4-3-2-1 grounding technique. And this involves five things that you see, four things that you can like touch or feel, so this could be like your carpet or clothing or just your hands, like the skin on your hands. Three things that you can hear, so it might be like a car going past, like music, or you can click your fingers um, to cause a sound. Um, two things that you can smell, and then one thing that you can taste. And often in these situations, and even without this technique, you can like chew some gum, sometimes mint or sometimes like lemon sweets or just a taste that helps relax you if you have like a sweet or some gum to hand when you're experiencing anxiety can really help just distract you from the moment and grounding works from bringing you back into the moment and just gives you that needed space to deal with um, the stressor and relax Um, another way that you can do if you're is by asking questions. So this could be like how many red cars are parked on the side of the road or how many people are in front of you. Um, another way that's quite common for people is by using music. Like you can have a playlist of songs that help you relax and play it. Um, you can have playlists for any mood or specific song that helps you just to focus on it. Okay, so challenging your thoughts is more difficult and often involves therapy such as CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. But there are some things that you can do. A thought diary can help you notice what thoughts you have, any triggers or causes, and then consider the alternatives, so more positive response. Um, another way, so if you have like a presentation or stressful situation you know about, then you can practice the situation in your head or out loud in front of a mirror. This can allow you to consider possible negative thoughts and beliefs about it 
and then come up with a more positive one and will also help you feel more prepared for the situation. If it's something like getting a train on time, this is a trigger, some possible solutions may be an earlier train so that you can have a backup so you're not stressed about particularly getting that train because you know there's a backup if you miss it. Or it could be to set an alarm slightly earlier, for example. Okay, so managing avoiding. This is a common behaviour for those with anxiety. So there are two techniques, graded practice and problem solving. Graded practice involves working out like steps that work towards a situation and then doing them gradually whilst learning to relax. It has also been known as systematic desensitisation. For example, a fear of spiders may start with thinking about a spider, then looking at a picture before being in a room of one and so forth. Problem solving involves looking at a situation and working on a solution to manage it. For example, if you get anxious in loud crowds, listening to music can really help or having a friend with you until you feel more comfortable can also help. These are just some ideas and there are many more and searching on Google you can find a lot more. It is about experiment, experimenting with what works for you and don't be discouraged if it doesn't work at first. Um, a lot of these take practice and involve practicing when you're not in an, um, a situation that causes you to be anxious um, so that when you are in a situation that causes you to be anxious you can just do it naturally um, without even thinking. So I hope that these help. Um, if you have any questions feel free, free to message me um, and please share this podcast or comment on it. Um, yeah, thank you for listening.